excellent reception. Make it fast. Make it fast. I'm your host, Little Dave, and welcome to another episode of Excellent Reception, the podcast where we talk about timeless music and tell the stories behind the songs to help you better understand why they are so amazing. Before we get started, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else podcasts are available. Please take the time to leave a review. These help push up our rankings in the podcast charts so more people can discover excellent reception. Also, check out our website, www.excellentreception.com, as well as our site on Medium for articles about the artists and the songs we've featured on the podcast. On the next few episodes of Excellent Reception, we are on a world tour. We are traveling through the world through music and talking about some of the most amazing international sounds. Our adventures will find us uncovering groundbreaking songs from the past and discovering modern day artists from different parts of the globe who are pushing the limits of music further. On this episode, we're going to take a trip to where it all started, Africa. This is the Excellent Reception Podcast. Africa is the second largest continent on Earth. It covers one-sixth of the surface of the planet. It contains 16% of the world's population. That's about 1.2 billion people. And it's made up of 51 different countries with their own unique cultures, languages, and lifestyles. It would be silly of me to try to sum up what African music is in just a sentence or two. There are hundreds of original music stylings that have been birthed on this continent. And across thousands of years, they have cross-pollinated and birthed new genres. As hard as it is to define, African music has one uniting and undeniable quality that you can't ignore. Rhythm. The universal pulse. The beat. The regulated succession of strong and weak elements to form patterns. It can be found in the intricate uses of percussion instruments and in the syncopated tones of African melodies. Rhythm has the power to encourage people to dance and the power to talk to the spiritual world when it's used in ritual. As African people have migrated or been taken unwillingly to various places around the world, they have brought their musical understanding with them. By keeping these traditions alive, they have helped to spawn a wide variety of musical movements. A long list of musical genres, jazz, samba, salsa, reggae, hip-hop, calypso, cumbia, blues, rock and roll, house, techno, and many, many more, all have roots that can be traced directly back to Africa. I know there are so many genres that I could dig into while exploring this continent's music, but whatever I don't get into this episode will be covered in a future edition. On today's episode of Excellent Reception, I'm going to talk about a specific group of songs by artists that take on Western musical influences like soul, disco, rock, etc., and combine them with sounds that come from their African musical heritage. Excellent Reception! 
Taiwo and Kihinde Lijaru are twin sisters from Nigeria who are best known for performing as the Lijaru sisters. They were two of the few female voices that pushed for advancement in a male-dominated music scene. They have a unique singing style, which has them singing in harmony throughout each song as if they were almost one voice. With their voices united, they sing lyrics that speak of social ills, bad politics, everyday struggles, and more. The songs they made melded together African musical ideas, such as Afro rock and high life, with outside influences like reggae, psychedelic rock, and soul music. From the 1960s through the 1980s, they recorded a handful of great albums. In the 1980s, they were in the position to break through into the American market while touring with King Sonny Ade, but a back injury sidelined their career. They returned to a life of spirituality as Yoruba priestesses. But just recently, they have started to make a huge comeback. They can now be found performing with people like David Byrne and releasing new music on their own label. If you take a listen to one of their most beloved releases, the 1976 album Danger on Decca Records, you will get treated to a warm and moving amalgamation of soulful musical stylings. The album was produced with the help of multi-instrumentalist Julius Biddy Wright, who happened to be a friend of their mother. His stark and gritty guitar-driven sound provided an excellent backdrop for the sisters' haunting vocals and their vivid descriptions of the problems of the world. The big song off of Danger is Life's Gone Down Low, which has been a major tune amongst DJs and vinyl enthusiasts for years. It is a song about feeling the pressures of depreciating economic conditions and the problematic state of the world all set over a slow, blues-like rhythm. Even though the subject matter is a bit of a downer, they make sure to remind us that it's not too late for me and you if we hurry. So let's listen to it now. The Lijadu Sisters, Life's Gone Down Low. Excellent reception. Yeah, life's gone down low 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 Yeah, life's gone down low
in a while an artist comes along whose body of work is just as enigmatic as their personal lives. One such artist is the mysterious Nigerian musical man known as William Anyabor. During the 70s and 80s, he recorded a steady stream of albums and had several hit records in Nigeria before suddenly leaving music altogether to give his life to religion. If you look at the cover of his 1985 album, Anything You Sew, you'll see a man dressed in a pinstripe suit and a 10-gallon cowboy hat sitting in a recording studio. The studio is filled with all sorts of amazing and expensive recording equipment, a huge collection of synthesizers, multiple tape machines, and most notably, six different vocal microphones. This iconic photo tells you a lot about the music that you'll hear on this album, as well as a lot about the man behind it. While no one knows the full story, it was said that Anyabor spent his early years studying cinematography in Russia. When he returned to Nigeria, he set up his own film and music recording studio called Will Films, and his own record label called Will Films Records. Somehow, he had the funds to fill the studio with all sorts of high-grade recording equipment and import amazing synthesizers that were impossible to get in Nigeria. He even built his own pressing plant so he could reproduce copies of his records himself. This unique situation gave him the freedom to create the music he wanted to make without limitations. The music he did create was something that only could come from such a special situation. 
except for some occasional female backing vocals. His voice is heard on every track. The music itself was quirky and experimental, yet extremely funky and full of noticeably African melodies and rhythms. As he acquired more equipment, his sound got more futuristic and adventurous. He could be heard doing some of the same types of experiments with programming rhythms on drum machines and working with synthesizers that artists like Kraftwerk were doing in other parts of the globe. Lyrically, he was talking about a wide variety of topics, from political unrest and health concerns on songs like Hypertension, to the Cold War arms race on Atomic Bomb, to the feeling of raw joy on songs like Everything is Smooth and Good. Overall, he felt like the music he made was created to help make things better around the globe. In a rare 2014 interview with the BBC, he was quoted as saying, I only create music that will help the world. Let's listen to an insanely funky, deep disco cut from William Anyabur called Body and Soul.
Reception Podcast. Ghanaian percussionist and drummer Samuel K. Mofojo, who's best known as Rim Kawaku Obeng, had a rough journey through the early part of his musical career. Somehow these situations helped to provide the experience and the inspiration he used to create his own music. Rim first came into prominence as a player in one of Ghana's most popular bands, the Uhuru Dance Band, during their most in-demand period. That led to the opportunity for him to head to Los Angeles to record as a session musician. An impressive performance during one session at the legendary A&M Studios helped him to win the admiration of Quincy Jones, who asked to work with him. Unfortunately, Rim had to turn down the gig due to his obligations with the band he was in with his former Uhuru dance band bandmate, Duke Aketa. The story goes downhill. Once Duke asked Rim to head to London with him in order to record with a band named Traffic and singer-songwriter Joan Armitrading, what seemed like an amazing opportunity led to living on the streets of London for a harsh six months without money or proper documentation. As the story goes, Duke Aketa checked out of this hotel the day after they arrived with all of Rim's luggage and his passport. After months of sleeping in phone booths and living off of peanuts and tea, Rim's luck changed. A chance meeting with Joan Armistrading at Ronnie Scott's Jazz Club helped him get his life back on track. A few years later, he returned back to California and set out to record his debut album, Rim Arrives, a collection of music that he described in the liner notes as the fourth generation of African music. He followed it up with an excellent EP called Too Tough, under the name Rim and Casa, as well as a 12-inch single, I'm Not Gonna Let You Go, under the name Rim and the Believers. His music combines the hard grooves of funk music, the celebratory energy of disco, and the complex rhythms of high life and Afrobeat. Many of the musicians in Rim's bands were self-taught or learned under the instruction of Rim himself, which makes for a unique dynamic between the players. 
The first Rim Kawaku Obeying song that caught my attention was Love Me For Real from his Too Tough project. To be honest, when I first heard it, I thought it was a modern day attempt at disco, mainly because of the female vocals, which sound kind of like something from Santa Gold or the band Escort. The start of the song is built around an off-kilter piano melody that quickly pulls you in. The rhythm section has a swinging post-disco shuffle that seems like it must have been influenced by some of the earliest days of hip-hop music. The vocalist harmonized lyrics about relationships and intimacy, along with Rim himself, occasionally stepping up to the mic to drop a few Afrobeat-style verses. Let's listen to it now. Rim and Casa, Love Me For Real. Excellent reception.
excellent reception. A great boogie song takes away all of the stresses of trying to keep a job, paying bills, and worrying over everyday problems. Just stopping to listen to it takes all the weight of the world off your back, even if just for a moment. It encourages you to step away from whatever you're doing and dance like nobody's watching. One perfect example of the power of this type of music is found with a rare Lagos boogie tune from Obioni Oha called Enjoy Your Life. It's a timeless slice of sophisticated funk that was heavily influenced by the disco music that was being imported from the United States. The track was produced and arranged by Lemmy Jackson, who had his hand in making music with a long list of Nigerian artists, from the Lijadu sisters to King Sunny Ade. The track is centered around a guitar and bass-driven rhythm section that definitely took inspiration from the trademarked sound of disco legends, Sheik. As the song progresses, we are treated to some synthesizer riffs, a few horn stabs, and a gorgeous string arrangement played by the Lorcan String Ensemble. The beautiful summery melodies that come from Enjoy Your Life's addictive groove are in stark contrast to the slightly unpolished and stripped down sound of the recording. Also, Obi doesn't have the vocal chops of a disco diva like Jocelyn Brown or Donna Summer. She has a smaller, often childlike voice that at its best could be slightly reminiscent of Diana Ross. While it's a little rough around the edges, Enjoy Your Life is a masterfully constructed pop song from the arrangement to the lyrics. You can tell that Obi, Lemmy, and the crew were focused on making something that could compete with all of the dance music that was coming out at the time. Obi Onioha was very successful on the Nigerian music scene at the time. She was one of a few women in a very male-dominated music industry, but she found a voice of her own and was able to make a big impact. She built up a reputation for making Western-influenced music with elements of disco and R&B. She even made an electro-funk breakdance anthem called Break It. You want to break in into a party because you feel you feel left out? Or you want to break back because the situation kind of makes you want to shout? As she progressed, she worked in more and more traditional Nigerian musical elements and developed a style she refers to as Atrado Rhythms. Enjoy Your Life could be found on Obi's debut album, I Wanna Feel Your Love from 1981, which was named after her hit single of the same name. While I Want to Feel Your Love was probably her most popular song in the Nigerian music scene of the early 80s, modern-day vinyl enthusiasts and music lovers have been drawn to Enjoy Your Life. So let's listen to Obi Onioha's Enjoy Your Life. This is the Excellent Reception Podcast. You just wanna 
podcast. At some point last year, I caught wind of this amazing Afrobeat record that perfectly blended African sounds with disco and elements of a classic 80s pop song. It was from a group called Voila, and the song was called Spies Are Watching Me. It's basically an epic Afrobeat dance floor banger with monstrous drums, hard-hitting horn arrangements, and more funk than can be fully comprehended in one listen. It was a winner on every level, guaranteed to make parties explode when played on any sound system. I had to get my hands on it. The thing that really stands out about this song is the lyrics. The start of the song already has this huge, undeniable buildup. But when the lyrics kick in, at 1 minute and 46 seconds into the song, expect to get hit over the head. Every move I make, every step I take. Sounds familiar, right? This song's lyrics obviously take a bit of influence from Sting and the Police's Every Breath You Take. But instead of going on about an obsessive stalker, the lyrics are flipped to talk about a nosy person who spreads lies and rumors. For a while, I assumed that this was some rare African record from the early 80s that had been rediscovered by a European indie label and re-released to the world. I didn't understand how such an amazing record could be a secret for so many years without making a little bit of noise. When I finally got around to buying the record, 
I looked through the credits and I realized something I had totally missed. The producer of this song was Bruno Harvitt, who most people know by the name Patchworks. Patchworks is this amazing French producer, remixer, and DJ who has been on the scene since the acid jazz and trip-hop days, making mind-blowing, soulful productions. As it turned out, Voila wasn't some obscure Afro-disco band from the 1980s. They were actually a collective of vocalists and musicians based in France that set out to make African and Caribbean-influenced disco music all orchestrated and produced by Patchworks. They dropped an album in 2015 called On Les Avat Dit, which translates to something like I Told You So. All of the vocalists on the album are of African descent, including Sir Jean, who is the singer on Spies Are Watching Me. In addition to working with Voila, Sir Jean has a group of his own, Sir Jean and the NMB Afrobeat Experience. Their music mixes Afrobeat with a New Orleans-style brass band sound. But you know what? Let's get into it now. Here is Voila with Spies Are Watching Me.
Wow, that was a fun episode. I enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you once again for tuning into Excellent Reception. If you love what we're doing here, please spread the word to other music lovers you know. Make sure you check us out at excellentreception.com. And if you haven't done it yet, please subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to hear new episodes. Also, you can listen to my broadcast radio show, Eavesdrop Radio, in Philadelphia, every Friday from 6 to 9 p.m. on WKDU 91.7 FM. Also, you can listen to it online, streaming live at WKDU.org. So until next time, this is your host, Little Dave, signing off for excellent reception. We're always coming in loud and clear with the sounds you need to hear. This is the Excellent Reception Podcast.